Hello, welcome to Soul Discovery with Kelly. And Kelly. Hey, we're together. Hey. <laughs> we kind of took some time off on the on the holidays and sort of like decompress and sleep yeah. and well, there's been a lot shifting. We've shifted a lot. Yeah, like a crazy amount of stuff. Yeah. Like it unraveled a lot of things. There's a lot of things. If you're wanting to know more about alchemy, you should talk to us because we've had something that yep. we do all the time. On our on our website, we now have what we call soul discovery sessions. So it helps you to unlock some of the things that might be holding you back. Well, we, we specialize in helping people understand mm-hmm. how spiritual evolution, emotional evolution is not just mental gymnastics and not just reading a self-help book, but also physical practice, physical embodiment, physical toolboxes of understanding the information that your body feels and registers, that your brain then processes and how you process it so that you can actually integrate it and incorporate it in a conscious, pragmatic, practical way. Wow, that's great. Hey, we should bottle what? that one. <laughs> you should. We should. Thank God we recorded. Hey, part of my brain's working. Yes, <laughs> we've recorded that. <laughs> we've recorded that. All right, soundbite. Okay. Oh yeah, <laughs> just play that over and over again. Yeah. Well, because it is a true alchemy, you need to retrain your nervous system. <clears throat> and <clears throat> I've achieved another level of stillness in my mind. Yes, you have. I'm very, very quiet. Like my brain feels so much quieter. It's kind of weird at first. <laughs> it's a little, it was very weird. It, actually, for the first couple of days, it was very disconcerting. Because your nervous system's like, what the heck's going on? Like, yeah. uh, We don't have any there, of the triggers. There's no the hamster wheel. Yeah. Like, I broke the gerbil. find something. And, and it is possible. Yep. And I just did a writing prompt. I was writing a, a blog, a personal blog on my, my writer's website, my author website. And then there's these writing prompts that people do for blogs. And it was on living a very long life. And I was like, oh, this is, I have so much to say about that. But I I tried to keep it short because there's so much about our bodies that people don't understand. And this is the sort of the key thing I think we're going to talk about is what information people jump on. Yeah. The problem kind of with influencers, because there is a thing these days where people kind of hear a sound bite, 30 seconds yep. of information and yep. think oh, they've got the answer. And it's like, that was 30 seconds of probably a lecture that was an hour long or two. and you're missing the entire context of it. Yep. But now you've taken this piece of it's information piece as of if it. this yep. is the, the key. It's it's the disease of reductionism. Yeah. Actually, we were going to do a podcast just on reductionism itself. So maybe that's what we can do. Maybe that's what we're going to do. This is reductionism. We'll talk about it in a broad scope. In a broad scope. The disease of reductionism in uh, the human mind is really causing an awful lot of problems where, you know, it's the whole saying of, you know, silver bullet or magic bullet. You know, what's, what's the magic technique or what's the magic method or what's the, you know, secret Mm-hmm. In the martial arts, what's there the quick fix? What's yeah. the quick, How do you get there faster? Fast. Yeah. And and the secret is there. There are no secrets. There are no quick fixes. There are no magic bullets. Like in the martial arts in Qigong, that's one of the things that I experience all the time. People come into my classes going, "Yeah, but every martial arts got a magic secret technique that you know destroys your opponent." I'm like, people have been watching too much Dragon Ball Z, <laughs> or like or kung fu movies, kung fu or, movies, where or yeah, whatever, yeah. yeah. I know. With, with uh, in information reductionism, people are looking for the end-all, be-all, final answer on something. 
And because life is constantly evolving, there can never be one final answer. Mm-hmm. Everything is evolving. Everything is changing. And you have to be able to adapt and change and not get fixated on one single answer, one single piece of information. And you, it's essential to be able to look at information from many different sources, many different angles on one topic. So mm-hmm. that you can appreciate the whole worldview or the holistic view of that concept with historical context, cultural context, personal context, anecdotal context. Like there's so many different ways that you need to be able to acquire and amass uh, different a- angles and perspectives of viewing information. While there are certain very specific um absolutes in terms of the you know cognitive limits or capacity building and other things like that you still want to abide by the conscious practice of not seeking one answer to solve all of the problems right and let's start with the idea or the concept that's really popular right now Mm -hmm. is this Thing that's going around, which not saying it's not true, but the, of Rockefeller medicine. Yeah, yeah. Okay, because that's a huge topic right now that's going yep. around. Yep. There, there is truth to it, but it's currently the system that we have. Yep. For understanding your body, for understanding how plants reproduce, biology, and all of that. Now, I went to university. What I studied in university was I had. A physical education degree at that time you couldn't branch off into anything most people went into that faculty to become phys ed teachers yep. i actually graduated with courses in what would now be considered a degree in kinesiology because right. it's not we didn't have that separation back then but you could also get one in recreation management but it, it was basically the same degree it's just differing the courses that you took so i took biology mm-hmm. which i did in high school i took biology and chemistry those are my two favorite classes grade 11 and 12 i love them i absolutely loved learning they're, they're fun how, how the body works like not only how the body works but how plants reproduce how right. they um uh, insects and other well the structural structure of life mechanics of life mechanics of life and i love chemistry because you know you take one chemical bond and or one thing and then you bond it to something else and how it changes and i just remember loving doing those calculations Mm -hmm. physics was not my thing because i was math wasn't so i did the way physics is taught is also yeah ridiculous so i did graduate with two two high school sciences because we had to have two Right. Back then. Now, my kids are have just all graduated high school, except mm-hmm. for one. He's in grade 12, graduating this year. But now you do not have to graduate with any science subjects at all. It's math and English. Oh, yeah, I know, right? And that boggles my mind. Oh. Because now nobody, a lot of people, I shouldn't say nobody, but a lot of people, unless you're going to be a doctor or you're going into post-secondary where you need yeah. science courses... Yeah. People don't take them yep. because they're difficult, or they oh, they're, they're, yeah, they they've been told they're difficult, so they avoid right. them and they just follow the crowd and exactly. their friends who don't want to take them because so, they're lazy. Mm-hmm. So take that though. I took university classes and all of those things. Mm-hmm. I also learned physiology, exercise physiology, yep. anatomy. Yep. So I have a huge background in that. So now, granted, 
I felt there were some gaps in things, even back then, before I started on this, you know, mm -hmm. 25 plus mm -hmm. year journey of internal alchemy mm -hmm. and the energy behind things. But it's a basis to start with. Yep. So I encourage everyone who is hearing this. There are doctors. There are other groups out there mm -hmm. who actually offer classes in this for reasonable prices. Yep. So if you didn't take it in high school and you didn't take it in university, learn the basics of something because yep. we're all, there's a huge movement right now to listen to your body. But if you don't even have a basic understanding of how it works, yeah, biology, it's yep. really actually hard to listen to yourself. Yep. You really have to learn about where are your organs. You know, yeah. People don't even know where their organs are. I know, right? But they will go to a therapist and say, my quadricep hurts. And the therapist will say, oh, well, point to where it hurts. And they point to their shoulder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. That, this is a problem when yeah. people don't even know their own basic anatomy. You need to know your muscles. You need to know your organs. You need to know your bones, your nervous system, and your fascia. And when you have those pieces of information, it is so much easier to look inside your body and to actually go inside your body and step out of your head and step out of the mental programming that keeps you from being present. Mm -hmm. Plain yeah. and simple. Education, knowledge is power. When you educate yourself, especially about your body, how your body functions, there is literally 90% of what comes out of the allopathic Western Rockefeller model that becomes irrelevant because you can listen to your body and you can not exactly diet. I'm not, not giving medical advice, not giving medical advice here, but you learn to listen to what your body needs, food-wise, supplement-wise, and you actually become curious about learning more mm -hmm. because the body is absolutely amazing. And yeah. when you realize like it's an electronic machine, an electrical machine and a chemical machine mm -hmm. combined into like this low-key biological fusion reactor like yeah, exactly you know? you're like wow holy smokes and like how can i make my fusion reactor function because more efficiently yourselves and this comes from a doctor who went through the you know regular yep. medical system yep. but realized there's gaps and was looking for more that each cell in your body and i think we've mentioned this on the podcast yep. before yep. creates more energy like 10,000 times more energy than the surface of the sun. Yep. So can you imagine, <clears throat> let's imagine that you can harness that. Right. And control your, and learn how to do that. Now that would take some time. Yep. Because you really do have to come to a point of stillness where you can actually feel and understand yep. and know like, well, is this pain? What is this pain? What does this mean? What is my body? Because that's another thing is you can go and get your blood analyzed, which I have encouraged people to do. You can have blood tests done, but it's a snapshot in time, too. Yep. So the supplements that you're taking today, like four months from now, maybe you need something different. Like it's ever evolving and changing. And when you learn to listen to yourself, you're like, maybe that day, if you didn't forget to take your vitamins, you just didn't need those specific things. Exactly. Like, yep. You know. It doesn't mean that you're not going to go back to them or use them again, but there becomes a space where you can get to where you can really listen. And I'm barely scratching. Like, I would say I'm barely scratching the surface of harnessing that energy, but I want to learn. Hell yeah, if I can learn that. Well, I, I mean, and, and the thing about the Qigong that we teach, like yeah. people, people talk about, there's a video that I saw um, just the other day 
on Instagram. And this was a guy talking about how when a wound, when you have a cut or wound has the edges of the wound stimulated by electricity, mm -hmm. it actually heals a lot faster, up to 10 or 20 times faster. Oh, yes. Yeah, I remember seeing that. Yeah. And this is why I trained Qigong. This is the whole thing about Qigong. You electrify and oxygenate your entire body down to the cellular level when you practice Qigong and you do heal faster. I mean, I haven't had a cold or been sick for 30 years. Mm -hmm. And just the other day, I actually stabbed myself cutting Ouch. cutting carrots. Yeah. Oh. Didn't even bleed. Oh, wow. Cool. Yeah, I was holding I was holding the carrots and I, I went down a downward stroke straight on with the point, stabbed my finger, and I was like, oh damn, I'm gonna bleed like all over the place and it no, didn't bleed. And we're not recommending you stab yourself. I'm not yeah, I'm not recommending this as a personal test to you know stab yourself and see if you bleed. But yeah. I was just actually really, you know, and my, my blood tends to clot and coagulate very fast but i was just absolutely stunned I mean, you can see the little pinprick there like yeah it, and it was a flap of skin oh wow it was yeah. a flap of skin and well, that's just... like when i i accidentally stabbed myself a little while ago with scissors and i saw it like i was opening something and it, it's not right at my wrist it was on my forearm but how it split open i was like wow that's fascinating and then i, I was like maybe i should probably pinch that back together yeah right yeah because yeah. i'm watching because i do find it fascinating i find the the processes of your body fascinating how you're oh exactly and, and that's yeah. like but I am fascinated by the human body. I always have been because I was a gymnast. Yep. So for me, gymnastics, learning how to do gymnastics was fascinating because you felt like you were flying. And when you, if you actually stop to think about what it takes to stand at the corner of the floor and run into a tumbling pass, like you've got to run and then you manipulate your body to do this thing. And then you're flipping backwards and then you're doing another thing without your hands. Like it is kind of magical. It is. That you can learn how to do it, but it's all motor patterns. Yep. And and really, you can body body awareness, awareness and, and, yeah. and mechanical patterns. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's that's the thing. When you become aware of your body, there's amazing things that you can do with your body. And educating yourself about the physical functions of the body, I like that book on 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 uh, the heart that mm -hmm. you read recently. Oh yes, it was Understanding the Heart by Stephen Hussey. Amazing and book. And I I listened to him on. Um, it was a, like a, a summit, like a quantum yeah. biological summit. Yeah. Yeah. And I specifically wanted to hear what he had to say because he was talking about heart disease and it sort of runs in our family. Like we have high cholesterol, but when you actually go into why your body produces cholesterol in the first place, yeah, cholesterol is not a bad thing. I'm paraphrasing here, so I encourage everyone to go out and find information for yourself. Yep. So don't, you know, say Kelly said, <laughs> but it is cholesterol is something that your body produces. It's actually not bad for you. Part of your cholesterol is actually a band aid. It's repair, like it, it signals your your. It actually does repair, like when you've got. You're scratching your No, I, I just realized something about our, our my my friend that just had the quadruple bypass. Oh, okay. In terms of the heart yeah. and the repair and the inflammation. Yes, yeah. And how he was pushing. So all of the um hmm. the way that cholesterol works to uh coat the arteries yeah. when there's inflammation. Yes. And um 
how depending on the on the area around the heart, whether mm-hmm. that's the pericardium or the aortas, the actual mm-hmm. like valves and stuff like that, will also um, be a, a connection to what type of emotional energy you're dealing with and how and whether or not your body is or is not dealing mm-hmm. with it. Like the more yeah. cholesterol you, you build up, obviously your body's not dealing with the inflammation in the arteries. Yes. Like there's, yeah. So there's, there's reasons for it and you can yep. mitigate it, yep. but it's also not something to be singled out as bad that's right because it's something natural that's trying to help you and there's actually other processes in our body metabolic ones oh yeah well, like one of the things i learned too was about cancer in, in that book like quantum biologically what these doctors and, and scientists are, are working on mm-hmm. is that cancer is actually a temporary mechanism to save your life now it can get out of control. Yep. And and really like for years now, for decades, people have been saying that actually most people will have cancer seven, Eight, nine, nine times in, yep. in their life, yep. but you don't know you have it because your body corrects itself. Yeah, and it'll, it'll feel like correction. a flu because your body's yeah. isolating the, the dead cells or the damaged cells yeah. and getting them out of your system. Yeah, it's it's the way the mitochondria anaerobically um, produce energy. Produce energy, and it's meant to be temporary. Yep. But when our body can't correct itself for some reason, yep. it can get out of control. So again, I encourage you, everyone who's listening, to look into that because I thought that was fascinating. There, there's some mind blowing things in that book where I went, "Holy crap!" Like I need to put the book down and just th- like process it. Yep. Because it's not, it wasn't information. But I'm always looking for other information. And it doesn't mean that you have to adopt everything. Sometimes it's really hard to make a shift that way. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there's also, we swing, people tend to swing back and forth where people are like, well, keto is the only way to go. Or eating yep. vegan is yep. the only yep. way to yep. go. And now there's this movement that's saying, well, plants produce natural toxins when they're picked and then and we eat them because they're going to kill us. And I went, oh, okay, hold, hold on. That yeah, is yeah. true. That, yeah. yes, they Whole do have do. a natural... When, when because they, plants are alive. They don't want to die either. That's right. But I'm sorry, a cow is not, like, dying because it's eating grass. Like Exactly. And, you know, there are some animals like dogs that are carnivores. Yep. Cats are carnivores. Yep. But you notice when they eat grass, well, why did they do that? Because they're trying to purge something from their system. Yep. So it's not like the grass is killing them. It's that they know instinctively there's something they need to get rid of. Well, and and, and one of the th- one of the things that I learned uh, from some of the cooking classes and from you know growing up, uh, educating myself about how to cook. And with your grandma, and my grandma, she was a chemistry teacher. She was a chemistry teacher. My grandma's explanation as a chemistry teacher is that yes uh plants release um phytochemicals when they are cut mm-hmm. and this is to signal that there's danger and to signal you know that they don't want to die etc cetera, etc cetera. but this is also why we cook vegetables well when you pick a plant then it grows more that's right, right? that's the whole there, there's also, yeah, thing. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so well and actually just to stay you know, hold your thought that's what roundup does is when you spray it, that's how they get a better crop. Yep. I mean, Roundup's bad for you, but that's why they actually spray it on the crop before they harvest it because it it causes the plant to create those signals to yep. then grow more so then they have yep. more to harvest. Yep. 
Yeah. You know, they're yeah. trying to bad roundup, but then it's, you know, being, but just as an aside. So what, what continue with what you were saying? Well, this is, this is why, I mean, if you know anything about cooking, if you try different types of um, cuisine, if you have ever taken any cooking courses, which I did in my 20s when I was doing my jewelry construction because they're in the same building. And one of the things that is taught is that cooking vegetables is very specific. Not all vegetables need to be cooked. Some are really, really good for you raw because they don't produce. Not all plants produce those those fight or flight chemicals or those danger, you know, danger near chemicals um, or warning chemicals. But a lot of fibrous vegetables need to be cooked because it breaks down the fiber mm -hmm. and it breaks down the enzymes. Like red kidney beans, for instance, you need to cook them for 30 to 45 minutes yeah, because they have a chemical in them that is toxic. And if you don't cook them properly... You'll either end up in the hospital, or if you're lucky, you'll end up in the bathroom on the can with diarrhea for a couple of days. Mm. And this is just, I mean, to me, you know, it's normal, common knowledge mm -hmm. that there are some vegetables that you cook to break them down so the human body can digest them more easily. Mm -hmm. So you, that you don't develop gut problems by eating raw food that has yeah. these enzymes in them that your gut can't digest right so it's it's also important when you find this kind of information is not to just share it carte blanche like oh all vegetables are bad for you they're going to kill you it's like take the time to understand well what happens in the cooking process like after you've picked a vegetable for example how long might that toxin yeah. be present yeah exactly you know is it present after it's processed and frozen is it is it 24 hours 48 like, 72 and like, that's a lot of things and i also think that it's very dismissive of thousands of years of chinese internal medicine yep and ayurvedic, ayurvedic medicine yeah, where like, you use plants and herbs to heal we're all human beings are still here we're still here we're not dead well I mean, yeah that, so, yeah you're you're reminding me of that that person on instagram that posted yeah. about the plants being bad for you because yeah. they produce those toxins mm -hmm. And she also had a post about curcumin being bad for you because of this one little itty bitty molecule or whatever, blah, 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 and that you should avoid it at all costs. Except curcumin has been proven. There's like thousands of studies. Yeah. Never mind the thousands of years of Ayurvedic medicine. Yeah. And there are thousands of studies on how curcumin reduces inflammation mm -hmm. and how good it is for you. So the the dis, the jumping on a bandwagon and then yeah. just outright dismissing thousands of years of practical medicine practical medical application holistic application traditional application thousands and thousands of years where that one plant has not harmed a single person and there's no record of it and all of a sudden this plant is bad for you well and some and not everything works for everyone oh yeah no exactly you know like there was there was one um curcumin supplement that i it, uh, my digestive yep. system oh, the, the type of with, type of processing type of processing maybe yep. and so i just don't i don't take that one yep. but i do there are other things that i take like turmeric and black pepper when yep. you take those two together yeah so i often more put those in, yeah yeah my yep. my cooking and things like that so there's other things that you can do i'm a big fan of cayenne pepper oh yeah I put it in my water. I put it in like food, every food, you know, and, and I'm not a spicy food person, but I've gotten used to it. Yep. And so now I'm, you know, I like that. And there's, 
So I I do feel it like you said that like with the reductionism is that now we're it's people are finding out that oh well this information's been hidden from us and kept from us and it's like it's important to keep your head. And there's so much out there. It's like if you hear a 30 second sound bite that you feel resonates with you, then look further. Mm-hmm. And like we, you and I have a lot of resources. So anybody listening to yeah. us, yeah. we can send you some good stuff. And I mean, what because a, we do have the background to yeah. actually. And one of, one of the things that's happened is we've got a, a very strong uh, scientific method based pharmaceutical uh, industry that publishes. Uh, papers on single molecular or single enzymatic actions inside the human body mm-hmm. without taking into account the whole of the body, the whole of the organs, the whole of the food, where they're just doing these studies based on these control methods that are all, you know, double blind control methods, which are great because then, you know, you, you get very consistent or um, theoretically credible results and, and uh, information. But with everything being turned into a chemical process or an analysis of one singular action of Mm -hmm. one singular chemical in the body, we miss the bigger picture. So when we have all these pharmaceutical giants advertising for these chemicals, these, these singular molecules of this one specific chemical, in order to process that one singular chemical, your body needs to put together a regimen of other enzymes and other chemicals in order to be able to attach the molecular structure of that chemical to something that it can digest. Right. So we have a, a, a research method based chemical industry mm-hmm. that is reducing everything to studies on single movements, single actions, single processes without taking everything else into account. And in the human body, there's so much to take into account. Like, I'm not saying you shouldn't do a paranocyte cleanse every once in a while or whatever, but you also want to be cautious with those too. I did a cleanse, what was it, last March? Yeah. It, and that, and I thought, well, you know, it's good for me, right? Like, you think you're doing a good thing. It took me six months, no more than six months, to balance my pH again yep. in my body because it just threw something off. It really didn't didn't help me. <laughs> like, and if and if, and if, and if like, it threw your pH off, mm-hmm. then how yeah. how would it affect you know, like if a person did it over and over and over again? Yeah, would their pH get too low? Right. Yeah, exactly. Or what else does it affect there? Yeah. Because there was an, another person that I saw with a longer post that was saying that, you know, oh, parasite cleansers are so popular right now. However, okay, your body is made up of 30 to 50 trillion cells. Yep. Not all of them are human cells. Yep. Some of them are bacteria, fungi, parasites and viruses. And they all have an important part to play in your body. They all do something for you. They all help to detox you in some way. If you have an overgrowth of parasites, for example, it means that you have something in your body that's feeding it. So you need to figure out what the root cause is because if you don't get rid of what you're feeding it, Yep. That's the toxin because they're basically multiplying because you're giving them food and yep. they are trying to help you yep. get rid of 
the food. Now, that's not to say that there aren't other parasites that you can get. Like, I mean, I know when I was a kid, I got worms because, you know, I, I chewed my nails. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Okay, so you can ingest some of these things from yeah. other sources. Yeah. But generally, like, you got to understand your human body that if you haven't, oh, what kind of parasites do you have in the first place? Yep. Um, what are, where are they in your body? What is feeding them? Like, if you're just doing a general cleanse, that you're uh, like, make sure that you are helping yourself. Do you, uh, is it helping you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or are, are you are harming you... yourself because you're getting rid of something that's trying to help you, but you're not actually dealing with the root problem? Yeah, because you got to understand, like, the gut has good and bad flora or good and bad uh, bacteria. And a lot of that bacteria also involves uh, colonies of parasites that feed the bacteria food because they digest stuff. Mm -hmm. And then they poop it out. And the good bacteria feeds on that stuff. So not all parasites are bad because we have the symbiosis in our body with bacteria and parasites to balance our pH to digest things and yeah it's good to do a, a parasite cleanse uh, a very easy simple cheap way of doing that is just taking oregano oil mm -hmm. in capsule form take you know see if you can do two two at once and you might end up on the toilet but it'll it'll clean you out it'll clean you out and it's simple and effective and it's not that complicated mm -hmm. so you know when when someone starts talking about something or or again you see an influencer on social media and they start talking about all this amazing stuff, or especially like, you know, the fad of doing parasite cleanses. And like, yeah, parasite cleanses are really, really important. It's some, uh, you know, we usually, if we are eating a balanced diet and we have onions in our diet and garlic in our diet, mm -hmm. then usually the unhealthy parasites are taken care of. So when you don't have, if you have a thing against onions and or garlic, or you can't eat them, then you need to eat other things and supplement, like say with black walnut. Right, yeah, oil. because there's some garlic supplements that, um, or actually raw garlic is something I can't eat. Right. Some people can eat raw garlic. I can't. Yeah, I that can. just destroyed. My stomach is just destroyed. Like, I don't feel good. Yeah, And yeah, it yeah. hurts my stomach. Yeah. Uh, cooking it, yes, I can eat it. No, roasted garlic is awesome. Yeah, roasting it um, and cooking onions, too. For a little while, when I was working with a naturopath, it was like, don't eat, no onions, no garlic. Be gentle because those are actually astringent yes. in nature. Yes. And if you're trying to heal your digestive system, you might want to stay away from them for a while. That was, yeah, you know. By, by astringent meaning yeah. that they will pull fluid from your body. Yeah. yeah. And they will, pull, they will pull fluid out of your digestive tract to flush your body. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So it's important to consult with people, but also to remember, you know, because there's another uh, another uh, healthcare practitioner that I went to see and they suggested taking my supplements a certain way. And I did for a while. And then I found that that regimen wasn't working anymore. And I changed it yep. to one that actually worked better for me mm -hmm. because I passed a kidney stone like a little yeah, yeah, few yeah. months ago. Yeah. And then I realized some of the symptoms that I had. And I'm like, well, what did I change in my diet? And it was mm -hmm. really the timing of when I took my minerals. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I really think that when when they, they were telling me to take them all at once at a certain time of day, and I'm just like, I don't think that works. I think that's too much at once. Yep. And yep. my body was yep. just like not being yep. able Especially to. Especially if you have an empty stomach and take them with a meal. Yeah. Like, so I, I went back to doing it a different way, and, you know, then I felt I feel better. 
And yep. and sometimes, you know, it's kind of trial and error, but I, I have to listen. I have to listen to what my body's saying and your body will give you subtle cues on what it needs. And sometimes if you don't know, it's okay to go and talk to another professional. And yep. if you don't really agree with them, then, you know, you get can find someone else to get another opinion. opinion. You don't yep. have to, to go with that, but it's important to educate yourself, like actually understand. Yeah. Dig, dig through the public medical journal, dig through yeah. WebMD, dig through. Well, you know, and yeah, have a basic understanding of what, what your organs actually do because each of your organs does different things like biologically Yep. But you're also an energetic being. So what are you not digesting in your life emotionally? If you're having problems with your digestion, yep. if you're ha if you're having trouble with your pancreas or your spleen, yep. you know, that's joy, overthinking, worrying yep. Yep. can be like that. Your liver has a lot to do with your anger. Lungs are about grief. Mm -hmm. um, kidneys have to do with your pre-birth chi. And yep. what's, um, is it fear? It's kidneys or... Yeah, lungs are grief, yeah. kidneys are fear. Yeah. Yep. So if there's if you're having trouble, also look at those things too. Yep. Not just what you can do physically, movement wise and supplement wise, but also emotionally. Yeah, you want to you want to look at the energy adjust? in motion and our, yeah. our emotional energy, right? Yeah, of our That's why it's body. Emotion, energy in motion. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because our our organs, like our bodies, like our muscles. Uh, retain memories mm -hmm. and our our body you know like muscle memory we have organ memory and fascia memory and nervous system memory where our body stores the memory of certain events and experiences in certain sp very specific ways even down to the cellular memory mm -hmm. and it's really important to understand what our organs do so that if we feel a pain in our body we don't immediately go into shut down lock down hypochondriac mode and i got to get myself to the doctor and get some pills you can actually listen and then feed your body properly so yes. that it can, so that yeah, it can food, support. Yeah, food can be medicine. Yep. Yep. It, it Not really can be. bad. And that also, you know, reminds me of that other video of the channel we saw where it's like, well, certain things don't have to be a part of your reality. Yep. And if you believe something and you're fearful of it, like now if you're scared of eating plants, well, you've just made that your reality. Mm -hmm. So yeah, something exactly. will hurt you. Yeah, exactly. You're going to, or you're going to, you're going to project onto yourself. You're going to create a false story that you ate a plant product or a plant-based something and it hurt you. Mm -hmm. And then you're going to have all this, you know, anxiety about eating plants. And Yeah. And, well, know. and be careful with people who cite studies because there was one study that I read and it was about protein powders, and I showed it to you too, because yeah. I yes. I wanted to know your opinion. And it was, you know, well, protein powder, you know, basically the same thing, you know, they have toxins in them and this stuff. But they did not list which protein powders they tested. Yep. So for me, that's a red flag because you they possibly couldn't have tested all protein powders. It's like a blanket statement. And it was just a blanket tens of thousands of different like, kinds. That that's not enough information. Yeah. And I'm not about to go, yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. Like what, you know, they didn't list anything. They no. didn't say, stay away from this one or this one or that one. Yep. So yeah, it's exactly. like, well, okay, grain of salt there. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, no, you know, studies. And also look at uh, the funding. Which institute is behind the study? Yeah. And who funds that institute? Mm -hmm. Follow the money. Mm -hmm. If you're going to start looking at very specific studies, Figure out who funded the study and where the money comes from. Mm -hmm. Because if anything, that will tell you 
exactly how biased or unbiased the study actually is. Yeah, because a lot of companies want to have a study to prove that their product is good. So people yep. will buy it because people, we tend to go, oh, there's a study done on this. It must be good for me yep. because they did a study. But a lot of companies pay for that study and they pay for the results that they want. That is a real thing. You and I have both known people that have worked in in science labs. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And that's based, and that's not the scientific method, because the scientific method should be unbiased and 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 it shouldn't not be searching for an outcome. It should be neutral in finding what actually happens during this experiment. Exactly. But that isn't I mean, really the how case. many. That's not the case anymore. How many TV shows? How many cop shows are there out there? Where at least, you know, every season there's one, two, three episodes where that are about a scientist getting murdered because they were hiding results or they, you know, were going to blab about who was actually funding them because who was funding them was a secret and right. they're going to expose the funder for manipulating data. Right. That's not just fiction. No, it's not just fiction. That's, that idea comes from somewhere. That's yeah, exactly. And yeah. you know, as we've seen in the last couple of years, few years, there's a lot of that going on. So to leave you with a few thoughts, that was a lot of information. Yeah, this was a lot. But to just to be aware of the reductionism that a lot of things that are out there right now are about. You know, if you're searching for a magic bullet, just know that there isn't just one thing. Yep. There's not that do not reduce your research down to one item, one point of information. Mm -hmm. And also listen to yourself and learn how to hear your intuition. Yep. Learn, learn how to hear your intuition. And what learn how to listen to your body. Learn about your body. Learn about your organs, your bones, your fascia and your nervous system. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we have classes starting up this week. We have Bagua classes starting up here in Winnipeg. Mm hmm. Next week, we've got the Qigong and Tai Chi Power Flow in Neverville. Yep. And also the Bagua. And what else we have? We have some new services, too, up on our website. Yeah, check it out. So we've got the Soul Alchemy yep. services, the Shaolin Chi Healing, and we have a few other things that in, we are... In person or long distance. Yeah, in person or long distance. So we'll leave the website there in the description. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Check it out and talk to you guys again soon. This has been Kelly. And Kelly.